Hi and welcome to Soapbox, the soap podcast brought to you by Radiotimes.com. We're here every week to talk about what's been and what's coming up in the soaps. I'm Jonathan Hughes and I'm joined by, of course, the one, the only, take it away, David Brown. David Brown, you heard it right. (laughs) Uh, We're back after a week's hiatus, I think they they call it, um, due to logistical reasons. We don't need to say any more than that, do we? I don't think so, because I can't remember why we didn't do it now. <laughs> Every day is a blur. <laughs> yeah. in, um, At this time of year, it really is a blur. It is. Um, but we think this is Friday, the day we're recording a podcast. Yeah, is it, David? Yeah, it Tell is. me. Yeah, it's Friday. Okay. It's, it's the brave new world. Isn't it, though? <laughs> a brave new world. Well, um, the election, I'll say the E word, was acknowledged in the soaps this week only by EastEnders, I believe. Yeah, because of um, Ian Beale. Keeping it real. Keeping it real, Bill. Because uh, Kathy mentioned that she was going to go off to vote for a proper politician. <laughs> she did. Kathy <laughs> slash Catherine Tate's nan. You come up soon, the answer. I've got out of vote for a proper politician. <laughs> she did. As she got more drunk, she started to sound more nan. She did. <laughs> Just that mate, Ian, the Matthew Horn character. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> yes, They're basically recreating the whole sketch. Yeah, there was, there was a joke made about the fact that she looks better than Ian. Oh, yeah. She looks younger than Ian, which, I, which we've been saying for years. We've been saying, what is her secret? Yeah, she's amazing. What is Cathy's secret? It was quite, for EastEnders, which is, when it does humour, it usually does gallows humour. Yeah. I thought it was quite light and funny, um, this whole Ian Beale running for councillor yeah. thing. Stuff about Bobby, can't you wear something a bit more Muslim-y? I know. You've misspelt Koran in this. Yeah, it was very witty. Yeah, um, it was good. Usually those kind of plots leave me a bit cold because mm. they can be quite OTT as well. They can be too broad and obviously light and shade in soaps when something extremely dramatic is going on in your like big stories. Like obviously we've got the, the you know, Louise's baby yeah. and all of that going on plus the Whitney and Leo story which we'll discuss I'm sure in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, this was clearly the comedy strand, yeah. and sometimes it could be like, "Oh, they've really like overdone it." But I agree; I thought it was it was really very light. Re- everyone was really good. I thought everybody was very natural. You know, I really love doing comedy. Is um, Danielle Harold plays yeah, oh, Nova yeah. when he went? She's really rough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I probably laughed at that bit. She's just and her and Jay, like Jamie Borthwick, also um, doesn't get a lot of laughs, does he, Jay? Um, In his heels this week. I loved all that. Yeah. I thought, yeah, very funny. That whole, the Shea Beale, for a change, was a place of mirth. Yeah. It's not often you can say that, is it? He, he would have stopped making that speech, though, after the um, the rat problem. Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking, you'd put that those flashcards away because... It, yeah, you you'd would, improv. <laughs> definitely. You'd freestyle after that, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I would have but, thought um, so. But it, for comedic effects, it was good. Yes, very he carried good. on. So yeah. that was all enjoyable. The big stuff of the week, though, was um, the birth and naming of the heiress to the (laughs) Mitchell Taylor empire, (laughs) baby Peggy. Yes. Baby Barbara Windsor. Keeping the name alive. Peggy Melanie. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's too soon. I know. (laughs) What a thing to be saddled with. (laughs) I know that poor child. But it is a tradition though, right? It is a tradition. So I've been thinking about this, naming um, a baby after like an Mm. established character or... um, that sort of thing does go on quite a lot in the soaps, particularly EastEnders. Louise herself, do you know who Louise Mitchell is named after? Can you remember? This is a pop quiz. Uh, this is for the holiday. I <laughs> you can bank the money. Oh, I'm going to end up with the checkbook and pen. Okay, so um, answers on a postcard, please. We'll tell you next week. No, I'll tell you now. Uh, Louise is named after Lou Beale. 
because... I was going to say that. When, yeah, that's easy to say now, isn't it? Uh, when Louise was born, Lisa pretended that Mark Fowler was her dad because her and Phil had had this terrible, oh, toxic yeah. relationship. And as Phil remembered this week, um, she shot him in cold blood. There was no love lost. Yeah. So by the time she was pregnant, she lied and said that Mark was the baby's father, which she wasn't, which she knew. He loved Lisa so much, he posed as the baby daddy to keep the child away from Phil. Anyway, obviously, in the end, it all came out. But when Louise was born, she was named and christened, I believe, um, Lou after Lou Beale, Mark's <gasps> grandma. So she, Louise is basically named after someone she's not at all related no. to. Um, interesting. Tiffany as well, little Tiff. We all probably know she's named after Martine McCutcheon. Big Tiff. Uh, Big Tiff, who went over the bonnet of Frank Butcher's car famously on New Year's Eve 20 years ago. Yeah. Now, if you think about it, it's lovely that Bianca named her daughter after her best mate who met a tragic end. However, who's Tiff's dad? Little Tiff. Who's her dad? Uh, Ricky. Who's Ricky's dad? Oh, uh, Frank. What did Frank do to Big Tiff? <laughs> Ran her down. There you go. Bit morbid, bit weird. Yeah. I think. So this is this is in keeping then because the whole Melanie thing, you know, it's somebody who is recently lost their life it's yeah. a, bit of, a bit of baggage there isn't it yeah a bit of baggage to straddle a poor I'm not calling born. Mel old baggage <laughs> <laughs> named after some baggage <laughs> it's too soon David it's yeah, too soon I know, we're all still grieving it's too soon I thought Phil was quite funny when he said to Lisa about you know you shot me in cold blood <laughs> shot me in the back I think Phil should be given humour more often so much bants with Phil this week yeah, and yeah, considering yeah. that Phil also you know is now fully on the bus that um, Sharon has obviously cheated on him with somebody but uh yeah uh, in the mix of that was like like a stand-up comedy show yeah, yeah, yeah. i expected a laugh track yeah. half the time this week with phil's dialogue because he was um, very witty the last time he was this witty was when he was really drunk and they did that he did a kind of stand-up routine and started coughing up blood do you remember that? i do remember that <laughs> he was really funny back then as happy well. days yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't think there was a laugh track that time <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so, well, because I think for a few minutes there, Phil thought everything was going right. Yeah. He had a new, curious little baby you've ever seen and all of that. And he was really on top of the world. And then he realised that, um, you know, loopy Lisa, not so loopy. She was obviously telling the truth. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think also is that he, he realised it was Jack because well, he, well, he's under the misapprehension about Jack. Yes. Um, because he's realised that Jack hasn't had a plot line for t three years. Jack is in need of a plot line. Also, if in doubt, who's the father of the child? Jack. Yeah. Jack's the father of every child on that <laughs> on that true. square, isn't he? All he's had to do since <laughs> Ronnie died is just look a bit pensive, wearing a variety of polo necks. Well, I'm, I'm eyeing up a few polo necks for Christmas, actually. I think. Just look at him. Yeah. he's. Um, what Do you think I could uh, pull off that look? Jack Browning polo neck. I think you could pull off the look. You must. You might not fill out the polo neck in the not same in, way. Not in the same way. I think it would be um, spread slightly more south um, if I was to don a Jack Browning type, yeah. type polo neck. Mm. I don't have a neck as well, really. If you've ever seen me in real life, up to your nose. Yeah, I'm not. My neck's quite short anyway, so um, maybe I won't be doing that. Yes. Uh, but yeah, basically, Jack is the father of all the children in the world. So why wouldn't you assume he's the father of Sharon's yeah. baby? Uh, but he's not. But it's Keanu. It's Keanu. It's Kate. What, what does Phil sometimes call him? Keanu. 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 <laughs> Jack ain't the father of the baby. And um, Keanu calls Louise Louise. Louise. <laughs> I love Louise. Doesn't he? Yeah, maybe it's like putting his fingers to his lips, like shh, <laughs> yes. like Louise. He's got so many, with your so many secrets. <laughs> yeah, he's constantly like, going, shh, I've got something to hide. Yeah. 
this is, I feel, what I call in soaps the um, the fortnight before Christmas blind alley. Because yes. we kind of know by now the big things that are set to explode on Christmas Day. We don't know the, the whys and wherefores, but we know that Phil isn't going to work all this out until Christmas Day because we've all read it in the Radio Times. But we're sometime off Christmas yet, so... You know, it's we know it's not Jack. We know that Phil's going to go so far and then realise yeah. that. So I don't know. Does it rob it of a bit of tension? Because we're are we the danger is we tread water plot wise because what nothing the big stuff has to wait now for December the twenty fifth. Yeah, but he 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 can't just make that leap on the twenty fourth. Yeah, we've got to kind of see yeah. the chain of his thought That's process true, how he gets to it. Otherwise, it's like deus ex machina, isn't it? Suddenly, yeah. Phil realises on the 24th that Sharon's cheated on him with Keanu. With but no build-up. With no build-up. Yeah. So we've, we, he's got to have a few red herrings. Yes, and he might, as well, he might as well, you know, point give, the finger of suspicion at Jack. And, and also a storyline as well, as we said. Just Jack doesn't have much to do. And I think it's going to lead to a confrontation next week where, yet again, it, they come to blows in the arches. Oh, is that I've where read that it, in the plot line? Is that where it's all going to happen? In the arches. Where else? I think the blood has only just been sponged off the pit from the last time oh, Phil was punched into the arches yeah, with by Stace, Jack. And Stacey in a wrench. Yeah, exactly. So oh, how God. many times? God, I'd yeah. never go there. No. If, I, if I had my car, like, oh, should I take you to that garage? No, because I'll end up in that pit unconscious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not going there. Um, in other news in EastEnders, we briefly touched on the Whitney Leo story, which oh, yeah. kind of reached uh, a bit of a peak. We thought we'd seen the last one, but then we did glimpse him in Friday's episode, hanging around the square. So yeah. surely that story's not over yet. Um, the main thing I was concerned about, I think we talked about this off air, poor Fiona Allen from Snap the Pony <laughs> yeah. gets cast in EastEnders. We know it's a guest role. Well, within like a few lines of dialogue, she was smacked over the head with a in massive briefcase. briefcase. Well, she disappeared for two days. I thought they'd forgotten about her. I thought she was like still just behind those bins. <laughs> and people just been walking past <laughs> her for days. Wafting a bit. Yeah, but she was actually in a boot of a car. She was. I mean, thank God it wasn't... For days? Two days. Two days in the boot? If it was Bing Collection Day, she would have... <laughs> Oh, don't get into bin collections in EastEnders. No. Move on, move no. on. No, it's too, yeah, too <laughs> soon for that, surely. Yeah. Um, what did you make of the kind of big Whitney Leo showdown and all of this? It's been kind of a long time coming. Um, I thought it was quite tense, but um, any some tension was dissipated by the fact that there, there was too many toweling bathrobes. <laughs> I thought exactly the same thing. I, I felt slightly robbed of tension because I was going, "Oh, that looks comfy." It looks it? comfy, and mm. I was. I was sometimes I was. I was thinking that the belt was going to slip. <laughs> Do you imagine the outtakes? You think these are going to turn up on Auntie's bloomers? <laughs> yeah. Like one yeah. of the most tense like monologues yeah, Shona yeah. Megati's ever been, you know, having to deliver. And, yeah. and I must say the performances were really, really good. Yeah, really good yeah. this week. Um, but yeah, I do wonder whether there are some outtakes where the, the rope fell over. I don't think that they were naked under there, really. Oh no, they'd be. Oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh, I know it was a bit carry on wolf, isn't it? Oops, off comes the uh, yeah. dressing gown. Yeah, I was slightly distracted by the high tog. Yeah, that. but um. They must have been sweating cobs in there as well. Yeah, because they get really angry. Under those studio lights as oh well. Oh, my gosh. Move um, on. Let's go on to something else. Let's go on. I think that's kind of... <laughs> I think we've wrapped up Enders I there. think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, Corrie, Winter Wonderland with Jack Boswell. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get yeah, up, gotta get up. I, I remember Billy Boswell was in Corrie for a little was while he? as well. Who yeah, was a couple he? of years ago. 
um, I don't know who he was. I think he was a friend of Eileen's or something. But um, that's not a euphemism. And by the second way. Avaline, <laughs> he's is, a friend of us. <laughs> second Avaline <gasps> is Melanie Hill. Yeah, who plays Kathy? Yeah, I didn't even make that link I've until just now. Done it just now in my head. Do you think? Did they have any scenes together? I don't think they have done. Oh, I hope they ca- like caught up in the green room. Yeah, he should say like, "You're still modelling." <laughs> I'm a model, I'm a model. <laughs> but if you don't know what we're talking about, this is a reference. Sorry, millennials. Yeah, uh, to bread. The fact that the guy who was running the Winter Wonderland. Bad Santa. Yeah. Weatherfield's very own Bad Santa. Victor Maguire is the name of the actor. He used to play Jack Boswell on the Carla Lane sitcom. Brett. Back in the 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was about a working class Liverpudlian family. Uh, and um, But yeah, Melanie Hill was in it. Yeah, uh, sure. So, um, yes. And Lisa Duckworth of old was in it as well. Yeah, We're going that's a right. bit far back now. But they should just keep on throwing random... <laughs> People bread. from Bread. Yeah. Lilo Lil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ronald... <laughs> Forfar. Forfar. <laughs> it is Freddie Boswell. Yeah. What are you doing? It is not even your programme. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Granddad just wanders into shop. I want me tea. <laughs> yeah. Why are we talking about bread on a soaps podcast? Back to Corrie then. Back to Corrie. Yeah. Um, Corrie had a bit of mirth. I say mirth with Tim's Vegas wedding. Yeah. Um, Did when Tim came into it, he yeah. was like slightly seedy and sinister. He was a bit of a criminal, I thought, and and a negligent father. Very much so. Yeah. And now I think they just realised that is he called Joe Dutine? Joe Dutine. Yeah. That he can do some good hang dog expression oh yes it's very good at that so they just milk that for all it's worth basically yeah we don't though. really tim's past is whatever you want it to be i yeah, feel yeah uh, obviously in his past he had like lads mag um, not lads mag lads holidays yes that's right uh lads bants holidays uh yes so this is all a bit comedy isn't it to um give him and sally some some humorous plot lines yeah uh i wasn't it's all right wasn't like some madly sold on it. He's always entertaining though. He's Joe quite, he's okay. I'm preferring his dad at the moment though. Oh, Evil Jeff. Yeah, I know. I've seen quite a lot of backlash against Jeff yeah. online. People saying, "God, I want Jeff to be gone. Why can't they get rid I know, of Jeff?" It's horrible. But that means the plot line's kind of working, right? Because you're not supposed yes. to kind of think, "Oh, good old Jeff." Thumbs up, coercive <laughs> Jeff. Why don't, yeah. don't, you, don't you make your wife eat food out of the bin to yeah. humiliate her? What's wrong with a clean house? I don't see the problem. Yeah. And when you're out, don't you want to spy on your wife yeah. through a webcam that's hidden? Yeah. Yeah, so you should hate creepy, coercive Jeff. Yeah. I think he's very creepy and the storyline is very interesting. I still feel like I don't. we never really knew Jeff anyway as a character. He did come out of nowhere. Yeah, it really did. And I think the point is that, it, you know, these coercive relationships, these coercive partners, they, they're the last person you expect. And I guess these denders are doing it with Grey and Chantel. On the surface, Grey, you know, he's got it all. He's the last person you expect to be this abusive partner. But I kind of feel like we had a bit of insight as to who these people were before this was introduced. Jeff came in as, and again, is it the point? that He came in as the comedy, he you know. Like a hospital radio Hospital DJ? radio DJ. Does he not do that anymore? Uh, he's too busy making Yasmin <laughs> eat eggshells out of the bin or whatever. He hasn't yeah. got time for that as well. No. Yeah, I, I perhaps he got fired from the hospital radio because he wanted to introduce webcams into the studio. Yeah, they were like, it's not really, it's not really NHS budget to do that. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. I've bought them now. Oh, well, I'll install them at my house instead. <laughs> Spy on everyone who I live with. All is not lost. 
<laughs> I also feel the storyline. Alia goes from I'm really there to protect my grandma to I'm sorry, I'm not in it this week. Yeah. <laughs> she sort of cares and then disappears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I don't mm. Mm. I don't want to kind of say like cause I don't, I don't want to sound like patronizing at all, but I I I, I think that Yasmin has almost been hoodwinked too easily as well. But I do that, think that sometimes. But then that, the point of the story is the to point, show, you know, Yasmin, you know, she's a strong, independent, you know, survivor of a woman. But she, um, this is <laughs> the thing. she's in Destiny's Child. Yes. <laughs> oh, the Yasmin. Da, da, da. Yeah, she's basically Beyonce. Um, <laughs> With a bottle of bleach in her ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's her. So, I don't know. I think... My issue with the story is that I, I wasn't really sure who Jeff was, and then they threw this in. So uh, do you know what I mean? I've, yeah. That, that, that's but it's you know it's played well. It is creepy and interesting. He's yeah. so weird, Jeff. Like he's very compelling to watch. Yeah, he's 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 um, good actor. That chap. I've yeah. seen him in other things. as yeah. well. Yeah, and he's he's really really turns, doesn't he? He does yeah. turn, and that you know because that's the point. He's like fun, Jeff. Everyone's mate, but mm. when the door shuts, he's really really horrible and creepy. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, again, a bit, we've said Corey's been quite jarring in the light and the shade, so we go literally in the same scene, the light of Tim and this Vegas secret wife mm. to Jeff and Yasmin, the coercive control, in the same character group, is a bit jarring, I find, as and well. Why hasn't Tim got any insight into his dad being um, a I don't horrible know, person? Again, it's the, we don't really know what their relationship was in the past. Yeah, mm, I, I either thought there'd have been a scene when he'd, when he'd take him to one side and say, Dad, you're not going to... Simply control someone now, are you? I mean, someone should say that. Yeah, it's up to Tim. I don't know. He's too busy trying to get Sean Reeves to um, give him a divorce. Divorce. Yeah, exactly. Oh well. Should we move on? Yes. Uh, I think just a quick roundup, really, of Emmerdale and Hollyoaks. I've spotted a bit of similarity uh, in Emmerdale and Hollyoaks this week. I don't know if you noticed this. So Aaron, lots of crying this week. You know, we're kind of in the aftermath of Robert's exit oh, yeah, still, and, and yeah. Aaron's, you know, still trying to. Uh, um, get Lee's family out of the village to protect Victoria and to kind, of, to kind of avenge Robert because that the whole reason Robert's been taken from him is because of this situation. Mm. So then he's really starting on Luke, who is Lee's brother, the the the, the guy who is possibly going to be a love interest for Victoria. I kind of got a vibe during this very kind of macho, aggressive showdown. I thought Aaron was going to snog him. Yeah. Did you think he was a bit... I thought there was there was shades of that. Yeah, I felt like... And that's the way Robert and Aaron got together was out of this, like, passionate, um, you know, almost hatred. And it came... I just... I don't know. I got a vibe. Yeah. Very strangely in Hollyoaks, a very similar incident occurred, I think, on the same evening. you just got a smutty... I, basically, smutty mind. that's where my mind goes, David. Yeah. The soap gutter. James Nightingale and gangster Liam Donovan out of nowhere just went from fighting to getting it on <laughs> out of nowhere like these two have barely had any scenes together ever um Liam I've never seen you know have any kind of you know interest with sleeping with other men mm-hmm. but clearly I mean he's fluid hey it's the 90s let's deal with that too, uh, much, too much fluids it's a lot yeah. I mean it was all going on I think there was a lot there was, there was a lot of um vibe so you think Aaron and Luke will go the same way I I'm what would that so move on Rob Ron? Oh. Move over Rob Ron, what would it be? Aruk. Aruk. Aru Laron. Luron. Luron. I like Luron, yeah. I'm yeah. writing it down here in yeah. my notebook. Lou Hashtag Luron. Yeah. Capital L, lowercase yeah. U, capital R. Yeah. 
Ron. Lou Ron. Lou Ron. <laughs> That'll catch on. Lou Ron catch on. So um, we may have got the wrong end of the stick uh, anyway. Yeah. Or someone has. So, so Wendy, she's not going though, is she? Despite this, is she called Wendy? Wendy the mum? No, she's sticking around, She I wants believe. to stay, doesn't she? Yeah. Even though she just keeps on saying... You're a liar! <laughs> You're a liar! That's yeah. my son! My son! But yeah, I think maybe the tide is turning for Wendy. She's quite good, I think. It's quite interesting having her there... I'm hoping that they do just have her stop saying you're a liar, you're a liar, because we get, you know. Yeah, get, we get the idea. Get the idea. Um, also in Emmerdale, nothing to see here. Ellis is back with a new face. Ellis, right? He comes <laughs> back and he looks a decade older from when he but was he's in He's been away. Last. Yeah, but for like a is month. He in like a, is <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Amy Pond came back on Doctor Who and she's like a... <laughs> <laughs> the girl who waited. Yeah. The Ellis, the recast actor who waited. It was, yeah. But, you know, soap fans have to take these things with a pinch of salt, don't yes. they? Because we've had about 10 Nick Tilsleys. Yeah. Ben Price um, looks like he, he, he should be married to Gail rather than be. He's somewhat. Um, her son. Yes. The age is slightly different to the yeah. age of the character. These things happen. I think it's quite. It is quite telling when a, the recast actor appears for the first time. It's often very low-key, isn't it? Because they don't want to draw too much attention to it. I remember yeah. when Jacqueline Josser, Queen of the Jungle, uh, made her first appearance as Lauren in EastEnders. The character had gone off to like summer camp or something mm. uh, as one actor, came back with Jacqueline Josser's head. And I remember like a knock on the door and Max answered the door uh, and Lauren looked at him and went, "Blimey, you've changed." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like a little nod to these things. Um, no Jack one... P. Shepherd once said to me, "Actually, what name name drop and the clang, clang on a Corrie trip?" He said to me that when these recasts happened, that they shouldn't recognise them. Oh, they, they should just go, go, go who, who are you? Who are you? Yeah. Like Ellis walks in and like, go, "I'm really sorry, but I've no idea who you are." Yeah. And like, he's just like, no, look, it's me, Ellis, your, your son, your brother. Yeah. Sorry, no, sorry. Yeah. And then just like break the fourth wall. Can we, sorry, can we cut? <laughs> An extra's walked in. Yeah. Um, presumably there is a storyline for Ellis that had to be paused due to what happened. Mm. Uh, and so they, they've gone to the trouble of recasting him. So I imagine a big story's coming up. Do you think it involves the outdoor sports centre? Something's got to be happening at the outdoor pursuit centre. If, if something isn't happening at the outdoor pursuit centre, I want my money back. They, because keep, they keep on saying it. Spon this <laughs> Christmas lights sponsored by the outdoor pursuit centre. It's quite hard to say, isn't it? I know. Someone, there's going to be a climbing wall, isn't there? And there's yeah. something's going to someone's going to fall from a climbing wall. Do you think that's like what else happens at an outdoor pursuit centre? Do I look like I go to an outdoor pursuit centre, <laughs> David? I have no idea. Well, we know Graham's going to get killed oh, off. Oh, do you think that's where it happens? Maybe somebody sabotages a zip a zip line. <laughs> These soaps for zip wire death. <laughs> yeah, somebody <laughs> sabotaged the zip line as he crashes to his death. This is too fast, even for X S A S. That's it, because they have been like teasing. This is like a, the biggest who done it in Emmerdale history and all of that. Like when the milk tray man used to kind of go from building to <laughs> first bread, now the milk tray man. We'll be talking about three, two, one next week. <laughs> but you know, great or, or shaken back. <laughs> I think I love the eighties cast. Yeah, I think that Graham on the zip zip wire is um, certainly. A little teaser head. <laughs> That's where he's going to go. 
Oh. Anyway, talking of where things are going to go, we're going to wrap up now with a little uh. brief look ahead to next week because it's Christmas and uh, we're busy soap Already. journalists. David is a little bit ahead on watching sneaky peek press previews. Yeah, I've seen. What can you tell us without well, telling us anything? I could tell you everything if you wanted. <gasps> I don't want to. I've seen all of Corrie for next week. I've seen all okay. of Emmerdale. Have you for next week? Mm. Um, Corrie, there's a lot. There's a lot of Robert. Oh, Robert's surely not long, you know, for the for this screen time, isn't he leaving soon? Yes. Mm. Does next week's events perhaps uh, lead into maybe an exit story? There's some more of Gary um, with his oh, right. Peaky Blinders money lending <laughs> <laughs> stuff. Ryan is involved in that. Is he again? Oh. Yeah. Um, I think there's a bit more. Oh, there, oh, I tell you what, I'm not really sold on, but which there's a lot of. Yeah. Uh, the Bailey child with the oh, michael's michael daughter with, yeah I, I can't be bothered with that i sort of don't know why michael doesn't see that kid i don't know what the situation was with the relationship with the mother no. have i missed that i don't no. know i feel like we need a bit more information for me to sort of invest in it yeah it, it, somebody should have said michael you treated me like dirt yeah no wonder you've never seen this kid and you've been in the show since june <laughs> Yes. Or something. A bit less exposition, but yeah, yeah a bit like that. Okay. Emmerdale, I've yeah. seen um, more. There's there's a big thing with Liv. Okay. Um, it's out there, I think, that she collapses. She does indeed collapse. She does that a lot. She do, Every time. That's the only storyline that they've got for Liv, that she just collapses. <laughs> Poor yeah, old Liv. Uh, for a while, it was like they were going to play some kind of asexuality storyline with her, weren't they? Yeah, and that's, that's been forgotten about. And been. now it's just like, oh, we need a cliffhanger for Thursday. <laughs> Can Liv just collapse? Yeah, collapse Thursday. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, fall down Thursday. So if you do, if you do catch that, it, you haven't like had a bang on the head, and it's a time warp. This no, is actually happening again. It happens again. Okay, all right. Uh, and I've not seen EastEnders because they haven't put it up on previews yet. Uh, well, I think EastEnders we're just going to be building more and more to um, fill Sharon reveal. Oh, this is more the, of the Jack mm. thing. I think it? more of the Jack thing plays out next week. There's a gun involved. Yes, and I th also think Linda's uh, drinking storyline um, also ramps up. That, again, is going to be big over Christmas. I think there's a yeah. bit more of that. Um, you never introduce a loaded gun into a drama without it going off. Mm, probably on Christmas Day. Yeah. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> uh, any other business, David, before we wrap up? No, no, I've done my business. Have you done your bit? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Well done. Uh, well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for enduring our talk of um, 80s. Uh, niche pop culture references yes there'll be more of that next week more of that next week Bergerac uh, Bergerac <laughs> please write in and ask Fresh Fields oh, or French Fields <laughs> that's been not as good not as good um, so you've got to go to radiotimes.com forward slash soaps soap newsletter as well soaps newsletter both of those uh, you can find this podcast on uh, iTunes yes and Spotify and all the usual places where you find your podcasts yeah. and you can buy it on cassette yeah, <laughs> Beta Max, um, all of the all of the above. Yeah, so and a um, picture disc, picture disc, flexi disc. As well. Yeah, on the cover of this week's looking. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank uh, you. Join us again next time. Uh, and until then, see you soon. Bye bye.